What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. 93.7 The Ticket, your home for uh, Husker football pregame action tomorrow. 8, 8 a.m., the start of <laughs> the start of everything with the A1 Automotive Ticket Tailgate pregame show. I promise we will not have Rico on the board. My goodness. <laughs> let's. I should be. Uh, let's go to the Allo VIP line. The VIP line brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with a local heart. I guess before we do... I have to shout out Omaha Steaks because uh, the holidays are right around the corner and now is the best time to think about the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for family and friends or employees and clients, Omaha Steaks can help you skip the guesswork with gourmet gifts they're guaranteed to love. How about this? For a limited time, save 50% site-wide when you shop this 93.7 The Ticket exclusive. Plus, you get eight free pure ground filet mignon burgers with qualifying orders and every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. You can simply go to omahasteaks.com slash the ticket for this delicious deal. And Rico, it even got better today because Omaha Steaks dropped off coolers for us here Here. at the station. So there's uh, coolers of meat back in our production studio for us, and we we really appreciate Omaha Steaks. Uh, But make sure you go online to omahasteaks.com slash the ticket for the delicious deal. And you can also get eight free pure ground filet mignon burrs with your qualifying order. Uh, so with that, let's bring in Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska. Zach, are you going to uh, be willing to get me Omaha steaks for Christmas? Uh, I thought we were working on the, the Inside Nebraska comp subscription first. Oh, that's right. Time, we were. Maybe, that's right. How could I forget? Yes. Maybe, oh, Mary- maybe whenever your birthday is, we'll, uh, we'll work on the <laughs> Omaha steak. I have to have an Omaha steak myself. Oh, oh, hey. I got to try it. I, I still haven't had one, but uh, after hearing your guys' ad read, I already picked up the keys and I'm headed out the door now. <laughs> hey, Zach, speaking of uh, birthdays and Christmas, my birthday is next week and Christmas is coming up, so I'll take the uh, the inside Nebraska and the steaks. Please and thank you. <laughs> I'm not getting you a birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't say We're only talking about... We're only talking about Nick. We said we said we we're gonna go get some beer sometime. I'm like, yeah, and Rico can come along too. He uh, did say that. I have he did. Like, I have the did. text messages he that he said that Rico can come along. All right, whatever. If you can find if, a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. Hey, guys are ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's the Terps and the Huskers <laughs> tomorrow. Um, thankfully, we don't need a Peacock subscription because we'll be in the stadium. But here's the deal: both these teams have a really tough time holding on to the pigskin. I mean. When you look at this game, is that just the biggest key? Like, just hold on to the football tomorrow? Yeah, it is. But And that's what is kind of tough or, I mean, kind of sucks, honestly, is like each week when you're breaking down the game, analyzing 
the game that Nebraska's in, it gets boring to just say the same thing over and over. Like, yeah. either the game, take care of the ball. Like, take care of the ball, don't turn it over. It, the chances are, I mean, look at the whole season, chances are that Nebraska's going to have a chance to win the game and probably win that game if they do. But that's why each week it's like, I, I'll talk about, I'll write about, all these different things and then like throw in as a footnote and oh yeah all those a thousand words i just said uh it comes with the caveat like you can't turn it over you can't fumble it four times five times and lose it four times you can't throw two picks and have another fumble so um i think it is yeah that's a huge key and on on nebraska's side i think that i think you have to assume they're going to be they're going to have at least two or three turnovers it's happened almost every game this season. Um, so on the other side, how do you neutralize that? How do you neutralize those explosive plays for Maryland? How do you neutralize your own turnovers is getting some takeaways yourself. And um, so I think that's, that's at the backbone of the game. That's what it comes down to. I guess, Zach, when you, when you look at Nebraska, um, I, I asked this question to our listeners in the first segment on the tail end. And, and I want to ask you the, this question, Maryland head coach, Mike Loxley said, earlier this week that when they're in their slump, like Hemby, their running back only got the ball, I think seven or eight times last week in a 51 15 loss to Penn state, like in Nebraska towards the end of that Michigan state game, it just didn't feel like they really knew who they wanted to go to. Do you, who is the go-to guy in crunch time for Nebraska? Because I think a lot of people would be like, Hey, Emmett Johnson looks really, really talented, but just in a very small sample size, and there's a lot of just a lot of potential everywhere else on the field. So I guess I'll ask you the question in crunch time, where, where does Nebraska go? Who do they turn to? Well, first off, it's been Heinrich Harburg for the most part. I mean, he's the one who popped off for that 43 yard run. Um, he has, he's a quarterback. He had the ball in his hands, but he's, he's the one running those, uh, those quarterback runs at the end of the game to try to ice it away. Yeah. Emma Johnson ended the Northwestern game. Um, he was running the ball, but, uh, and, and the Purdue game to ice it away. So it's like that, it's sort of that one, two punch, but it's not a consistent one. You're right. Like, uh, but as far as trying to find another option, like if you have to go to the, the throw game to win, win games, you saw it there at the end, it was Malachi Coleman who was becoming the, mm-hmm. the go-to guy. I mean, he had the 30 yard, the 30 yarder to, uh, to kickstart the one, um, drive you down 20 to 10. And then you have the, Defensive PI, which uh, wasn't PI, but it wasn't, or wasn't, but it was, however you want to phrase it. Um, Malachi was the downfield target then. Uh, then the interception where Thomas Fedoni was the target the next the next play. Um, so you had Malachi in those in those spots, like as a go to receiving option, and also Jaden Doss. Like I I tracked last week uh, um, while watching the game, I was tracking Jaden Doss's targets, and they all came in. A gotta have it situations. I think mean, he had a um, he had four targets, three officially because uh, the first one was uh, was a target on first down. The other two um, were targets on third down, and the first one was a was a first and goal where he was targeted in the end zone. And then the fourth target, which wasn't official, um, was on the last drive of the game where you're trying to go down and uh, take a game a game tying field goal. And there's a penalty on the hold against uh, Doss, so that that target didn't count. But you're looking at receivers that are that are sprouting up. I mean, they're they're clearly, I think, 
developing Malachi and Jaden to be those go-to targets. And I'm excited to see. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I don't know if it'll happen tomorrow. I don't know if it'll happen in Wisconsin or Iowa. Maybe it doesn't happen until next year. But I think those two guys are developing into a couple of go-to options. It's just it's sort of what the season is about is development and growth and going through some growing pains. Hopefully you win, win a good number of football games along the way. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We're, we're hanging out with Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska here on the Allo VIP line. And Zach, I, I guess um, when you look at Nebraska's just upcoming slate here, um, it, it's not the most difficult by any means in terms of opponents, but I guess Nebraska needs to kind of get out of Nebraska's own way. And and if Nebraska is unable to get the job done tomorrow, I guess just how uncomfortable could it get around here? Just kind of like the, the disappointment side of things, I guess. Yeah. Isn't that so funny? Like Nebraska's main issue over the, uh, during the Scott Frost era was shooting itself in the foot and not being able to get out of its own way. Mm-hmm. And it's doing the same thing this year. But they're they've been able to survive those those yeah. self inflicted shots like um, because of that the defense I mean the defense in a uh, is is getting it done and then I mean against Michigan State they lost the game the exact same type of game that they had just won three times in a row so it's like oh okay chickens coming home to roost a little bit um, and but yeah to answer your original question it's just I mean, I think I think keisters are gonna get a little tighter, a little tighter, and uh, around here, um, if you're going into that that last two game stretch at five and five, I mean they've lost nine games in a row to Wisconsin. You're going up to Madison at night, uh, Saturday night primetime game in that atmosphere mm-hmm. at Camp Randall. Then you're welcoming in Iowa, which, uh, like, I mean, it's probably gonna score. I was probably gonna score seven points against you and uh, have a chance to win at the end, like seven to three or seven six, because that's how it's been going this year and last year, uh, which drives you crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, things are going to get tight and it's going to be, uh, you know, start sweating a little bit and start sort of getting fidgety in your seat. If, uh, if you're five and five, because I think if, if there was a five and seven season, if that's how it ends, like looking back, like at the beginning of the year, Maybe you take it, yeah. Like not beginning of the year, before the year started. Maybe you take it, and then after the first two games, it's like we're going to be five and seven. Like okay, that's not as bad as it could be, but then then things change, expectations change as the season goes, and when you win five of your five of the next six, five of the last uh, seven now, then you start thinking what could be, especially in a down year for a Big Ten West that's always down, like. Uh, bizarre year for a, a division that's always bizarre. It's on the table for you to win. It's on the table for you to go to Indy. So I think all of those circumstances play into it as well. Like, yeah, it'd be pretty disappointing to finish this year out five and seven. Yeah. I, I, when you when you look at tomorrow's matchup between the the Huskers and the Terps, I, I guess how do you see this one unfolding? Is is Nebraska one of the teams is going to be bowl eligible by the time they leave the stadium tomorrow? Is, is how is it Nebraska? How does Nebraska, in addition to the things that we talked about in the first in the, in the start of this conversation, 
I mean, it, is it really just kind of hope that the weather slows down Maryland's passing attack and Nebraska gets to the quarterback and just scores enough? Like, because this feels like once again another game where it's probably going to be a three point differential or, or you know less than a touchdown, really. Well, you brought me on the radio to analyze Nebraska-Maryland, and then you asked me the question I was fearing is, hey, Zach, analyze the Nebraska-Maryland game. Yeah, I know. How dare I? <laughs> because I have battled back and forth, back and forth all week. This is the, this is the game this year that where I've, I just – I know, like, the two most likely scenarios and how, like, uh, the outcomes that happen, like um, – with how the game's going to go, but it's the least confident I've been mm-hmm. when, uh, when assessing game throughout the week, because I just keep going back and forth. Like I, on our bold predictions video, uh, that we did that went up on Thursday. Um, I predicted Maryland 28, Nebraska 13, that this, this passing offense, I just think they, they're going to hit those explosive plays and Nebraska has not come up with those takeaways. Um, they've been, they've been, so close so many times but they haven't gotten them and it's like if you don't then i just don't think that they're going to be able to to neutralize those like i was talking about earlier neutralize those explosive plays uh from from the maryland passing game and um, nebraska's own turnovers but then i keep talking myself into it like well you see 15 20 mile an hour winds coming from the south and we saw how that affected affected Purdue's passing game um, led to a Tommy Hill interception and a couple other balls that wobbled or died in the air. It's like, well, if it's the same situation, then that's going to take a lot of the bite out of that Maryland passing game. And then um, I, I did, I just did a deep dive on research for, for bold predictions. I mean, I did a write up then and I changed my, <laughs> changed my prediction oh. and how I'm, I'm seeing it going. Cause my gut feeling keeps uh, flip flopping. Um, Cause I just, I talked myself into a Nebraska win, 23-20. That's my now official prediction. Okay. Um, just because, I mean, looking back on it, drop some stats on me that you guys might know. Uh, probably already know, but if you don't, just act surprised. Um, uh, that Talia, in the last three years, so 21 season, 22, and uh, now this season, Maryland's 5-14 and 14 in October and November games under uh, with Talia Tagovailoa as the quarterback. Okay. And they're wow. two and seven. That includes two and seven on the road, and zero and fourteen against teams with winning records. So they have not beaten a team with a winning record in the months of October, November, with Talia as the quarterback. And he has in November he's thrown five interceptions and has thirty six sacks uh, taken in those wow. last three years, including six last week, six sacks the week before. Um, I just. In the end, in the end, my prevailing gut feeling is like this Maryland team is not this Maryland program is not built to win in November. It's definitely not built to win Big Ten West games in November, yeah. especially if they're going on the road. Like so, if they beat Nebraska five and four Huskers team tomorrow, it's going to be the first time they've they've beaten a team that has a winning record in that in that time span, which is just crazy to me. That, that is that is wild. Nebraska is um, really good at breaking records. Oh, and those the five wins, by the way, they uh, four of them came against Indiana and Rutgers, and the other was Michigan State. Wow. Um, well, he, here's what I'll say, Zach. I'm even I'm even more curious and and interested to see how Nebraska starts because if you remember the last two games uh, at home that Nebraska started, one of them was the interception. Well, 
it was the catastrophe against Northwestern that ended up in then uh, Heinrich Harburg interception. And then it was the, once again, catastrophe on the opening kickoff uh, that ended up in a Purdue interception as well. So we'll, we'll see it, what happens tomorrow at in, in Memorial Stadium. And Nebraska can orchestrate a, a, a positive first drive. Yeah, it's this... You almost wish that Mark Whipple could come back just to oh, do no. first oh, drive. Oh, come on. The scripted first drive, and then like, all right, this is, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah. someone else take over. <laughs> yeah. Because if you get off to that good start like they did last year and seemingly every game, it's like, okay, yeah, they're up, they're up 7 nothing. Oh, they're up 7 nothing again. <laughs> 7 nothing again this week. Yep. Um, if you, yeah, like rules talk about the need for this, this team to get out to a, a good start to get get itself confident. It's like, man, wish you could just if there's one thing you could take, there's one thing from last year that you could take. You, know, you, probably, you might maybe you pick that. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. All right, Zach, we'll go on and let you go, get you out of here. Uh, appreciate the time as always. Hopefully at this time next week when we're talking Nebraska's bull eligible, man. Yeah, maybe we're talking about a trip to Indy still. Who knows? Oh, hello. All hey. right. There we go. All right, Zach. See you later. Later, guys. There he is, Zach Carpenter, Inside Nebraska. Appreciate the time, as always, from him. Joining us on the Aloe VIP line, VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with a local heart. All right, it's 1.54 p.m. It's Friday afternoon. You know what time it is. What time is it? Weekend picks time. We do them next with Austin Strick, Rico, and myself right now, right here on the happy hour. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.